Hey, this is Nicola. And this is Roisin. And this is our podcast, Daters Gonna Date. And as it says in the title, this is going to be all about dating in Dublin. And maybe beyond. So we really hope you enjoy and have a listen. And uh, this is our very first podcast. So please stay tuned. <laughs> Hey, and welcome to episode seven with me, Roisin, and my good friend, Nicola, back to you again from <laughs> lockdown. Yeah, loving life, of course. Um, got my microphone. Don't oh, yes, so you're now, you're now professional, hon. Yeah, professional with a 32-year-old speaker. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, at it. these are tough times, right? Yeah. Um, how has your uh, last few days been in lockdown? Are you What, what level of COVID um, maintaining are you at? Um, losing my mind, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think this is where I'm at. Um, no, it's, look, I shouldn't complain. I still have my job. I still have income. I'm healthy. My family, but God, I, bit of an adjustment and I think I can't see things changing next week can you? Nah I don't think so and I'm very uh, much in the mindset of um, expecting it not to change and I think that's better like I think the government are doing it the right way by not saying um, oh you're going to be free next or like you know not not going well you're not going to get out of your house till mid-July because people wouldn't cope instead they're staggering out and I think that's right but these people who think that we're getting out next Tuesday and we're going to go to Coppers? It's not happening, Hunt. <laughs> not happening at all. As um, much as I'd love... really killing... Coppers night out. I'd love to go to Ryan's and like go to <laughs> Coppers till five in the morning. Roma too. <laughs> but it was on the agenda to do. <laughs> yeah, because I have my Coppers night. Like we have Coppers gold card and uh, stay in coppers that I got from people. And I'm like, this is going to be brilliant. And we had planned to go and go early for once because nobody goes early. Um, scope out the best talent of. Obviously, the best talent goes to <laughs> coppers and nowhere else. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of disappointing because I was, I'm still kind of sticking with the bumble and all at the moment. I know you've kind of gone on the wayside, but then it just feels like, oh God. Is anything ever going to happen ever again? Yeah. Kind of like I go through phases where it could be 10 o'clock at night and I can't sleep or I can't, like there's nothing on telly or whatever. So I'm like, oh, I'll swipe a load. And then I might not go on it for eight days because I think now people are just kind of like, until we know when we're getting out of it, I think a lot of people are going, oh, couldn't be bothered. But um, because of that, we yeah, decided yeah. to go a little bit different this week. We did. We are having our first guest on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have Kira um, on the line. Kira, who is newly single and going to share her story with us. Hello, Kira. Hey. God, I'm so honored to be your first guest. Yes. Welcome to Date is Gonna Date. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you want to be in the club. <laughs> it's truly an honor to be part of Date is Good to Date, you know. <laughs> basically, all those sad singletons. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm now in that club too. 
So Kira, you're basically going to be like our British correspondent, even though you're Irish, but you're in Britain and you can give us the lowdown on <laughs> yeah, single life. Ex- explain the mixed accent before people are is she from? <laughs> <laughs> but you're also newly single, Kira. Yeah, so God, it's well, it seems weird now because we actually broke up on Valentine's Day. So it's like what? two and a half months ago um but yes yeah, still still living together um lockdown has forced you guys to stay together even after the break breakup it, it kind of I wouldn't say it was just lockdown because we're, we're still you know very good friends and hope to stay like that um but basically he was going to move back to his mom's house um but he needed to like redecorate the room and stuff so I had kind of said to him listen there's no rush like just take your time and do it bit by bit before you move back um but then after that then lockdown happened um he's still having to keep working so he's still having to get public transport to and from work every day um which obviously leaves him quite exposed to all the elements um and his mom is in the at risk category so i kind of told him like i really like obviously i'm very close to his mom anyway after 13 years together um so i just told him to stay here because it's putting his mom at too much risk for her um so yeah basically because of that we're still living together still sharing a bed um <laughs> realistically quite honestly it's like it's not like very much has changed um because it, it's it's not like any of either of us are going out being single or anything so we kind of not much has changed okay. nice. you know we're spending a bit more time apart but not really the 13 years thing because anyone who's listening you know when you met him what age were you then yeah I was 20 um so yeah I was I was just about to turn 21 so obviously from 20 to 33 we've been together which is god one of the most obviously growing parts of our age I feel like we're we're both very different people that than when we met anyway so yeah it's a long time and how did you meet we met when I went to uni in Wolverhampton. Um, so basically after after we all lived in Diego for that summer, um, because obviously we were coming back from San Diego, um, I wanted a quick, easy option, which is the only reason I transferred to Wolverhampton because I could just finish the, the degree by doing one year then instead of two in Dublin. Um, so quite honestly, that's the only reason I went um, obviously went to Wolverhampton then and <laughs> literally we, we landed back from San Diego three days before I moved to Wolverhampton. So obviously it was a huge shock and <laughs> for anybody who has had the joys, <laughs> it's not very pleasant. Um, no <laughs> offence to people who live there. <laughs> um, the people of Wolverhampton are raging with you. We have a massive audience in Wolverhampton, I'll have you know. Everybody knows that. <laughs> like, like, obviously, no offence to people that live there. There is some lovely parts, but where I personally lived, I had no say in the house that we went to live in because obviously we were in San Diego. So I let everybody else do the organising. Um, so we ended up living in the red light district. 
Um, hence my experience. <laughs> and that's how you met All him. these things I've forgotten about. That's where she met him. <laughs> She's making yeah, a few he... pounds. <laughs> From that chat up line, how much to us now? <laughs> but yeah, no, so yeah, it's a long time ago. You know, when we met, we were, you know, both obviously young, free and single, but you know, drinking all the time going to uni when we felt like it you know no no careers <laughs> so it was you know it's very very different and like dating back then was different because you usually you kind of met people in bars and nightclubs and you get the shift and then you might get the text and that's how you kind of started dating as opposed to now where like me and Roisin were talking about like dating apps yeah well like I can't I can't even imagine at this moment in time having to do the whole dating app thing because yeah as you say when when I was single there uh, there was no such thing um yeah I met Jamie through a friend of a friend when we were out in the pub and um, he a friend that I was obviously friends with and he was as well but we both didn't know each other um, so that's how we met and obviously then you know we exchanged phone numbers had a little kiss on the night and then you know waiting for that text you know over the next few days all those nerves and everything but but that was it like it's just text I really I, I don't look forward to the dating app thing I really don't <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, we're not going to give you negative it's great Kira. it's absolutely amazing you've had the best she time has, she's listened to these podcasts before Roisin so I think she really knows <laughs> um, so Kira, like you kind of obviously you moved in together and you're living with each other and did in your head did you kind of think oh this is it like this is my person we're going to be together forever yeah yeah, 100%. Like, I, to be honest, like, if I'm being totally honest with you, I've only come off the coil in the last probably six months because I was getting my body ready for when we decided we'd have kids. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, like, and we've talked about, obviously, when we get married. And I, the only reason we hadn't got engaged or got married at this point is because I wanted to save for a house first. Um, so I told him, do not ever propose to me until we buy the house first. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were planning on buying the house this, this year. Um, and then it would have been pretty swift, get engaged, you know, get married. So yeah, it's a bit, um, bit of a change in direction. <laughs> so it was very scary. Was um, a complete shock but, then yeah. when you guys broke up? Because obviously you come into 2020 with that in your head, or at least, you know, the end of last year. Um, that this was the year again, the house. And then from there, the other boxes would have been ticked. And then less than two months in, you guys broke up. Yeah, like it, it is, well, yeah, it was a really big shock. Um, and yeah, it's, it's total, obviously, change of direction. It, it just makes you feel very, obviously, my whole life was planned out before me. Mm-hmm. I knew what was happening. Um, and now it's very much like, whoa, I've got to start all over again. Um, I'm 33, so it's kind of like, I feel like I'm saying goodbye to the prospect of having kids. Not that, not that I had decided I even wanted them. I definitely hadn't. 
Um, but I feel like that's now not even an option anymore. So uh, that's pretty heavy. That's a lot to be thinking of, of 33, that like you think you might not be able to have children, that your body's just, it's not going to happen for you. Yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things. It's because like I don't, I don't want to rush into anything else. Um, so I, you know, because I've not been single since I was like 20, I think for my own sanity, I need to be on my own. Um, like I've never lived on my own. So as soon as he moves out, I'll be completely on my own for the first time, like ever really. Um, so I just, need to kind of get a bit more comfortable with that first so I definitely don't want to just land in a new relationship do you know that kind of way yeah yeah which That's is very easy still to not. because you see that with a lot of people yeah. and especially people in long-term relationships they break up and then us single people look at them and three months later and they're engaged and you're like where the hell did you find him <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so don't be yeah, that girl like here. I really I really don't want to be that. I swear to God, if you do that to us, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Yeah, two episodes into the podcast, Kira's back and is now having a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Love and lockdown. She found love and lockdown. The absolute bitch. Like, I really want to try stay off the apps stuff as long as possible because I really don't want to just land in something new. I want to, you know, be one of those people who discovers myself. <laughs> but no, and you'll discover you don't like being alone. <laughs> exactly. Well, I already know that anyway. But yeah, no, I just really don't. Like, I want to get comfortable, you know, being on my own and doing you know, obviously being in a relationship for 13 years, there's a certain, you know, there's a certain amount of stuff that you've missed out on, you know, yeah. girls' holidays and, you know, bits and pieces here and there that I just want to enjoy. <laughs> I, I, do, do you know what? That is, that is literally, I, I'm already telling myself, Kira, you need to cut down your alcohol consumption. <laughs> First night out on the sit on the chair. Oh, Nick, like you just know that would be me. So yeah, I, do. I don't want it because because like literally, I've I've had them before. If people enjoy them, that's totally your own prerogative. Like you know, fair play. But I have never ever enjoyed. Not that I've had many, but I've just woken up and thought, "Oh my god, what have I done?" And just felt so horrendous. So I just do not want to put myself there again. <laughs> but sometimes I wonder, though, maybe this is a separate thing we could talk about in a different uh, podcast. And again, but I do think we, as women, we kind of beat ourselves up. If we have a one night stand, no, we wake up the next day and we're like, oh Jesus, what did I do? Why did I do it? I'm going to be judged. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And lads are just like, great, fab, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> lads are like, this, that, that, was, that was Friday night. Roll on Saturday night. Next. <laughs> New <Exactly>. woman. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's but different, I also think there's a, it, it is different. Well, I suppose, obviously, when I did, when I had my couple, it was when I was still living with my mom and dad. So the, oh, the one, the, you know, the, the, the one big fear was doing the walk of shame home the next morning, trying to explain 
who's which friend's house I had stayed in. So obviously that was. <laughs> I was in Nichols. I was in Roshi's. <laughs> I think I was the. Oh, yeah. I think and for a lot of my friends, I was always the person they said they were in my house because I lived in Dublin from when I was 18 and being from yeah. the country. So people could always be like, oh, Nicola was home and I never get to see her if it was back home or if it was in Dublin. I yeah, always had my own yeah. apartment, whereas the rest of you would have had lived in your parents' house. It was always easy yeah. to say, oh, we stayed in Nicholas. <laughs> we couldn't get a taxi. We couldn't get a taxi. It's weird how she, there, she lived beside Temple Bar and we couldn't get a taxi. <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> but Kira, so like, when the, the breakup itself, because people will be thinking, you know, 13 years um, and obviously they're hearing you saying that you planned it, was, you know, was this something that happened like out of a fight or was it something that was building for weeks or like what kind of, what kind of way did it work out that you ended up calling it? Cause it couldn't have been that bad because you guys are obviously still friends. I mean, yeah, what happened is we were out Valentine's night, had a great night. Um, and he just, we just came back and he just said, um, you don't fancy me anymore, do you? And, I had to be honest and say, no, I don't think so. Um, so it, it's tough, like, because, you know, I still, I still love him and I, I still feel like I'm in love with him, but I don't fancy him. Um, I don't, I can't imagine myself fancying anybody after that length of time. Like, I really can't. Um, but... So, like, I wouldn't have been willing to end the relationship over it. Um, but obviously he was. So, yeah, it is tough. But I've got to, you know, I've got to respect that. I don't think, you know, maybe if it was the other way around, I probably would want to end it, do you know, that kind yeah, of way. Yeah, Um So I've got to respect his decision. And, you know, we like, we've talked more than we've ever talked before since we broke up and everything. Um, you know, and it, it was chipping away at his confidence because he, he said he's known it for, you know, a good while. Um, so that's not fair to do to somebody. Mm-hmm. So I've got to just kind of respect his decision. And, you know, a, a lot of my family and friends are still like, oh, but you'll get back together, especially after this. And I'm like, no, I'm <laughs> like, just just leave it it's not gonna happen and they're saying oh but that's not important and I'm like listen it is important to him so that's it it's done I think it is so, important because I suppose fancy someone there's no like sexual chemistry like don't answer this by the way if you don't want to but like were you still sleeping together like were you kissing were you intimate with one another or that kind of died off as well like I'd, we'd still be like um, sleeping together and stuff, but from from my perspective, it was mainly like it was like you know weekly and stuff. But it, from my perspective, it was mainly just like, oh right, it's the weekend. <laughs> this is what this is what I've got to do, and I know that sounds terrible. <laughs> Saturday, go like, to the I gym, know. get the ride, do the big shop. <laughs> like I know that sounds awful, but quite honestly, that that is what it was um so yeah Yeah. from you know and as far as like kissing and cuddling like I still wanted to be around him all the time I still wanted to like 
be intimate in every other way all the time um so yeah it's uh and, well not so much intimate like more you know cuddly and whatever mm. yeah yes. so so yeah I suppose it's just turned into more friends for me really yeah I suppose um, there, that's probably a thing that happens to a lot of couples and we might see it after lockdown when they've been forced together is that you realize that you're more friends than you are in, lo- in like that kind of lust and love because I suppose if he turned around to you and said he had there was something that you know was not if you were if your confidence was knocked and he admitted that 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 was true you can't really go back from that I suppose exactly exactly and people are saying oh you can make it work I'm like we can't everything's been said like there's I can't take it back I can't change how I feel so yeah, it's like that's it. Pandora's box you've opened it now, so you can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. So you know, I've got to respect that. I, like you're hundred percent right. If if he said he didn't fancy me, uh, I probably wouldn't see it that it's not important. I'd probably be the one saying it is important. <laughs> you know, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. And have you discussed like together? Because he's saying you're talking a lot more. Have you guys guys discussed like when? things separate and you know you're going to go on dates and he's going to go on dates not really um I I don't know it just seems with the lockdown that that kind of life is quite far away (laughs) um so we're just ignoring that bit you know he he always says oh you're going to move on so much faster than me and whatever else and I'm like well at the end of the day yeah I probably will because I crave company a lot more than he does. Right. So, yeah, I can, like he, he says now, oh, like, that's it, I'm done, I can't be arsed, you know, I'm just going to be single for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, he's basically and, me. <laughs> <laughs> Without the 13-year like, relationship. I <laughs> like, it wouldn't surprise me if he did. Um, but yeah, of course, like, I'll be living on my own of course I'll, like, he'll be going back to his mum, so at least he'll have his mum and, and all his family and stuff. But obviously, I've not got my family over here. Um, I've not got, you know, I've got friends over here, but I've not got any single friends, really. Mm. Um, like, I've got friends that, you know, I go around to their house or we meet up for meals. You know, most of my friends are older. So it's not like out on the tear kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and you do so, need, yeah, I, I think you do need single friends. And I think Roshan, you'll agree with me on this is like, we have, we have our group that are all, mainly all single. There's a couple of people that aren't obviously, but you know, it, you need someone that is, you can just text on a Saturday and be like, let's go to toners or whatever. And they'll go and they'll glamour yeah. and stuff like that with you because your, your friends and relationships will just say, do you want to just come around to my house? And you're like, well, I'm not going to meet someone unless the pizza delivery guy is a massive ride. Yeah. Yeah. And I think especially the the first kind of year um, when you break up with somebody, and I don't know what it would be like for you, Keir, but like the first six months, I didn't want to leave the house. I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to talk to anyone, nothing. But then after the six months, I was like, yeah, I need a session, a serious session. Rowdy Roshan Um, came out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And then I went kind of, kind of wild and mad and shifting lads or whatever um but then that gets boring after a while as well but it's nice yeah, to have your 100%. single friends who understand you know what I mean 
you're not the only one alone you know yeah yeah and the, the the thing is I guess for me as well like you know my number one question at the moment is well are you going to move back home then I'm I was like, gonna ask I don't know <laughs> I'm like, I, um, like so I've never been on behalf of me own. and Roshi yes please do <laughs> <laughs> like it's one of those things that I'm like lads calm down like I don't know I have not been on my own since I was 20 so I've at least got to give it a bash, see how I feel. Like at this moment in time, I feel absolutely great. Do you know what I mean? I don't feel like I'm single. <laughs> so it hasn't hit me at all. I don't know which way I'll go. I can't imagine I'll be the way you were, Roisin, because I, I, I crave company so much, no matter what kind of mood I'm in. Yeah. So I imagine I'll be like out on the tear immediately. <laughs> 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 but... But that could be a fucking disaster, you know, with the whole too much alcohol. <laughs> I don't know, I feel like you need those kind of things to happen after you had a breakup. Oh, yeah. It's like these little mini milestones you've got to hit. <laughs> yeah. And also, and I know, it's like you do because you need to do a certain amount of stuff to, to then realise, actually, do you know what? I'm fed up with this now. <laughs> Yeah, oh, but totally. you and just have the first kiss that's not the ex, you know, the first date that's not the ex. And also you need to have a confidence boost because there is the chance after a breakup that your confidence is, you know, is pretty low and there's nothing better than somebody chatting you up like. So in a bar, yeah. it says you look nice and you get a bit of flirting. And even if nothing comes of it, you walk away and you're a little bit, you're walking a little bit straighter and you're like, yeah, okay, this is good. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be weird, but I... I, I've just got it. Like, obviously, my job and everything is here. If I did move back to Ireland, it, it'd be like I would want my life that I had before, mm. and that life's gone. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, totally. You're right. But and would then you, you even the- consider moving, like, maybe not even in Ireland, but somewhere different, just to have a fresh new start somewhere? No, I, I definitely wouldn't do that. I don't think because I. I need friends. Like I was so miserable for years over here until I met all my friends over here. And okay. um, so, no, I'm not. Well, no way. I'd be starting from scratch somewhere. I unless, unless I decided to take a leave of absence and go to Bali or something. <laughs> take me with you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think. No, I can't imagine that I'd do that. I think when you like, it's like when you mentioned earlier on about the kids thing at, at our age, it gets to the point that everything you do is a massive decision that can impact the rest of your life. So like, if you decide to stay where you yeah. are in the UK, then you're like, well, am I committing to be here forever? Because you were okay with that when you were yeah. in the relationship, but now you're not, you're like, do, that means I'm going to have to stay here with this person, the next person I meet. Then you're like, if I move home, that means I'm home for good. And then yeah. the kids thing is also the the pressure, but I'm a year ahead of you, so imagine 12 months of uh, added pressure on my shoulders, Kira. <laughs> You'll know by the emotional You're already breakdown. saying, birthdays this year don't count. COVID birdies don't count. You've got an extra year, guys. We're not counting this year. <laughs> no, because you know what will happen. I'm October, so it will, the lockdown will get lifted the last day in September. Like, yeah, so happy true. birthday, Nicola. That's definitely what's going to happen. <laughs> this is my look, after all. Yeah, it is kind of... <laughs> it is kind of mad like but it's strange because it. it's like you have to break up but haven't really gone through the breakup if that makes sense 
Exactly. Yeah, 100%. And like people, you know, are, you know, friends and family and stuff are asking how I am now. And I'm like, I'm great. Like, but speak to me when he moves out, when this is all over, and I'll be like going through stage one. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah. Um, like you're in the so denial yeah, phase at the moment. Yeah, like 100% doesn't exist. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's so weird. Like by the time we actually probably live apart, we'll probably have been split up about four months. You know what I mean? So that's minus four months from <laughs> moving on. <laughs> It'd be so interesting to talk to you when this lockdown is over. Like to see yeah. the difference or what you've gone through. You might feel different at all. You might be buzzing. <laughs> Oh no, I, I can imagine I'll be very, very different. Yeah. I'm feeling way too good at <laughs> But yeah, I've just kind of got to wait and see how it plays out. And, you know, I like I have my money in the bank. It was ready to buy a house. And now I'm like, oh, well, I still want to buy a house, but I can't, I shouldn't really do that because I need yeah. to just see how I feel first. It's too big of a deal um, to, be, to be doing right now. Yeah, so it's kind of like put my life on hold again. And like we had already delayed buying the house for so long because I just kept going on expensive holidays instead. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's yeah, it's quite annoying. But do you I think though that maybe to... part of you, Kira, because like you were putting off buying the house, maybe knew that this day was going to come? Yeah, yeah. I like, yeah, a little bit like I I knew I had stopped transiting him do you know what I mean mm. but I was I was thinking like yeah but I still love him I still want to be with him all the time so that isn't really that important and you know it probably is I was just being in denial and wanting to live my life as planned yeah um so yeah definitely could be an element of that there um so and at the end of the day at least at least we didn't do any of that stuff so yeah. there's no bloody complications and and you know we didn't have kids or there's not trying to separate all that kind of stuff yeah. so you know it's good but yeah I do think there could have been an element of that definitely well you I, have to um like move out of the place that you're renting now like when everything's over would you be able to afford to pay the rent yourself or yeah like the reason we live here is well you've seen the the house like I don't like it at all it's a horrible (laughs) 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 I fucking hate it (laughs) I know I really do like the only reason we lived here for so long is because the rent is so cheap um so yeah I can easily afford it on my own um I don't I would love to just buy my house immediately and move out because I just hate this place so much and I'd love to just make a clear cut yeah. of it mm. um so we could all you know both move our stuff together be easier but I also realized that would be stupid because I might not enjoy living here I might want to move home yeah would you consider so moving just... in like like with somebody else like moving into a two-bed apartment with someone so living with somebody I don't know I I probably I I think that stage that I I probably would but I would like when I buy my house I would consider having somebody live in my house with me you know that kind of way um 
but yeah so like I've just got to kind of see how I feel like yeah. I, I think it's going to be a huge huge shock like I really don't like being on my own um so living on my own for the first time after a big breakup is not going to be good yeah I think <laughs> living on your own is a big thing for, for, for anyone like regardless of breakups or whatever I think moving getting your own place just for yourself that'll be a big change like period I'd say for anyone but yeah. doing that on top of a breakup it's gonna be but yeah. it could be the it could be the best thing for you this could be something that you need to do that maybe you should have done another point in your life but you didn't because you didn't get a chance to do it's the thing that like you could live on your own and be like I don't need anybody else after like after the initial horror part of it yeah yeah and and then that's what I'm hoping and and I do think I need to do it I wouldn't again I wouldn't want to be rushing into just having a roommate or something because I do think I need to get used to being on my own you know we can't be with people forever mm. um and yeah just see how it goes I do and, think it's a good experience you know, to learn how to be by yourself and be really independent in that way yeah and, and I think when I do eventually move out of this house like I don't want to be in you know because I have the money there to buy a house I want to buy a house and I don't want to be in a situation where I have to agree with somebody how I want to decorate it I'm like woohoo freedom I'll just do what I want to my house you know what I mean um well I won't do anything I'll pay people to do it. yeah yeah <laughs> I clearly have zero skills um but yeah so I'll just have to see how it goes like the the thing is I ideally like I've more I've more single friends in Ireland like you lot are single and you know there's and Aoife and obviously Shell comes over from time to time that's more single friends than I have here but I think the standard of living over here is just so much better um that even if I was to, to decide, right, I'm going to fly home every weekend, it'd still be financially better for me to stay here, okay. I think. Yeah. But more important, standard of men better. <laughs> well, I, I couldn't tell you, Ro, because I haven't been looking. That's what I want to know. You're going to have to tell me. We're going to have to reconvene, and now I'm going to want to know what's the men's scene like. Well, I, I can imagine it's going to be horrendous <laughs> because, like, I, I live in a small, smallish town. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I can't, I can't imagine. 50 kilometre like, rain e- e- <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, it'll, it'll have to be more going to Birmingham and stuff, I guess. But yeah, I, I really don't look forward to any of that. Well, I have to say though, Kira, I think you're so brave. I think both of you are to call time on something because I look yeah. at some couples and they're so unhappy. They're so bored with each other. And just because they're together however many years, they just stick together. Or like they've got kids and they think the best thing to do, even though they're both unhappy, is to be like, right, well, we might as well just stay together and get married. Whereas like, I think it's brave to be in your 30s and go, right, I'm going scra- to start again. I'm going to start my life my this uh, this portion of my life you know all over again I think it's like really powerful but the, the thing that my, the thing that kind of shocked me is like he said to me after we had broke up that because it's it, too much information I know but basically that time the month was due and it just was delayed for weeks and I was like what is going on um, <laughs> oh and no he was 
yeah, could you imagine? Um, and he was basically, basically said like, well, obviously if you're pregnant, you know, we'll stay together. And I was like, excuse me? And I was like, no, no, we won't. I was like, that, that makes no sense. I was like, so you're willing to just deal with it if I'm pregnant? I was like, that just makes zero sense at all. But anyway, I wasn't. We're all good. <laughs> well, it's not the 1920s, that case that a man has to run you up the aisle before you start to show if you have a, like, a pregnancy. I know. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, what? But yeah, we're all good. We're free. <laughs> well, here I would say as well, like, I know somebody who had, like, very similar situation to you with someone for, like, 12, 13 so 14 years they're married and they just it was similar they were more than friends than you know what I mean anything more and they broke up and now she's with somebody else and she has a baby and like do you know what I mean yeah and everyone like you're mad you've been with someone so long just get back together and she was like no and it worked out and I know somebody who had the opposite side who basically stuck with their partner and they're not that happy and they don't have any, you know, real plans on the table, but they just think, oh, because we have a kid, we should, we should probably give it a go. And we see them and they're miserable. Yeah. And I think that if you're unhappy, like, and I think this is a lot of things that are going to come out of this lockdown. Number one, pregnancies, because people are so flipping bored. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, breakups. I think there's going to be, because people are shoved together and like, you're not you're not used to seeing this much much of your your fella or your girlfriend and seeing all their bad habits all day long. <laughs> no, not yeah, if we don't live together already. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, because a lot of people moved in with each other just for this, didn't they? Oh yeah. god. Fucking madness. Oh. Idiots. <laughs> that's a, that's a really stupid thing to do. <laughs> yeah, think of what you'll find at the end of it. So you, that's better to be away from them and then see them at the end and be mad for them than be stuck with them. Oh yeah, 100%. I and bet those people regretted their move in, within two oh, weeks. Oh yeah, say so. Oh yeah, yeah within I seven days. Like, <laughs> why do you breathe like that? <laughs> why are you breathing? Stop breathing. Uh, before we let you go, Kira, is there anything you're kind of excited about, about being single again? Well, you remember me when we were single. <laughs> I, I am ex- like as much as there, there is dread. I am excited to be out there and you know be that girl again. Uh, yeah, be that be that girl attracting all the weirdos. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> Welcome to the club. When this is all over, we can fly again. We're gonna have a big night in Dublin. Serious session. That's us. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, no, I am. I am. Like, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to remind myself that there is so many times in the 13 years that I've just been like, oh, I wish I could just be single just for a while. You know what I mean? Just to go out and have some fun and not have to think about anybody else. Um, and, and as much as, you know, we both, we, we both have always lived kind of our own lives completely separate. Um, not completely separate but you know we have our own friends and we don't really do stuff as a couple with our friends we do stuff just with our own friends and obviously as a couple together 
Um, so yeah, but I'm just excited to, it's, it, it is freedom. Do you know what I mean? Not having to check with anybody if, if something's okay. Have we got anything on that weekend? Not to be honest, what, what am I even saying? Not that I ever bloody did, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, to, to not have that, those looks of disapproval when you come in at 6am. <laughs> <laughs> Something's never changed here. <laughs> <laughs> Never um, so yeah I am I am excited to just to just not so much to do anything or get into anything just to go out with the girls and just have a flirt as you say um, that's about it to be honest yeah and you'll be grand you'll be fine it, it's a transition and there will be there'll be days where you'll think oh Jesus I can't I don't know, will I ever laugh or smile or joke again? But you will. Like, it does pass and it sounds naff. And everyone said this to me, and I broke up with my ex, but it's true. Just time is what will help. And the more time that passes, the more you'll feel better, the more confident you'll feel, and you'll feel ready to step back out there. Yeah. And get the shit. Get the shifting. Kira, it's always been having, you, having you on. It's Thank you so much. Yes. yes, it's been lovely to catch up. <laughs> we um, will hopefully ca- brilliant. Yeah, we'll catch up with you again when you know you've been into the single life a few weeks, a few months, and see how you're feeling, and see if you're engaged yet. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody listening likes the sound of Kira's voice, <laughs> well, then wait um, two years if you do like the sound of. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> as always another episode Dare's is going to date episode 7 perfect Nicola until god knows when we'll be allowed out of rouses till November 2029 oh excellent can't wait I've been Nicola I've been Rashid and we'll chat to you soon. <laughs> see ya bye, bye. <laughs>